Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. On today's episode, we're going to discuss how does a mama manage virtual life? So memes, when thinking about virtual life, uh, one of the things that pops up, and I know it's your favorite, is planning. (laughs) (laughs) Now, virtual life causes more planning than actually physically going somewhere <laughs> to do life. Um, so are you a morning planner or a night before planner? So sadly for my social life and my sleep pattern, my sweet spot is at night. But it, I really can't believe that in this time where I'm doing minimal like moving around right I'm not commuting to work I'm not dropping soap somewhere every day of the week um and it still feels like I'm rushing to the first thing I have to do and trying to wrap up something to get to evening things or routines around the house like I was just commenting how it's pretty ridiculous that there's nights that oh gets in from work and like I have not even considered what we're having for dinner let alone like defrost something prep something like it's not happening like and it's awful because (laughs) I not so much out of the wanting to be the one to prep it like definitely when you're excited about making something or it's one of your favorites or you know everyone likes it like you anticipate a good dinner for me it's more just my hangriness like I don't want to end my day and desire to have dinner and be and have to deal with myself being cranky for an hour hour and a half before I can have dinner but that's how it feels even though we're remote and so my sweet spot ended up being like late night on a Saturday night because it's that buffer I I have this like sensation that it's it was not a work day I don't have work the next day I've enjoyed some free time with my family And I found myself, um, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, watching Beyonce's Black is King, which, mamas, if you need your life back, if you need to feel motivated, understand that there is a circle of life, that everyone is here for a reason, it's bigger than we can imagine, please watch it. (laughs) Um, And so while that was the motivational music in the background, and I was finding it hard not to like stare at the screen because I hadn't seen it before and actually focused on what I was writing and drafting, it just gave me this window of if I'm done with this today, I don't have to think about it tomorrow, but it's also not the first thing that has to go out tomorrow. And I can think about Sophie's week. I can think about my own week plan and then have like a relaxing Sunday and maybe a few errands or something we have to do and it was actually a weekend Isabella was with us and so we had a nice time um just doing you know lazy Sunday they went to the park for a little while um and I felt centered and I had like a really productive week where everything on the calendar had a prep time before things were created 
um, I felt like I could also help my team to think about how we were going to use time. But that's not always, I don't feel like that time is always consistent. And it's like, yes, it happened that night. But then usually if I wake up really early and feel like I have two hours with Sophie and we have breakfast and she gets started with a productive activity and she's not just jumping on watching a show or zoning out, um, it feels good also. I don't feel like that gets always static like where it's always like if I do it at that time it's going to feel that productive and it's going to feel that beneficial and I think that's what I struggle with during Mm -hmm. this virtual time yeah um I would say the virtual the the planning in the virtual world um hasn't really changed much from my planning in my physical like when I used to have to do things physically present Um, Especially because virtually, I usually do my planning on Sundays at at the end of a Sunday, and I plan out the Monday through Friday time period for my littles. Um, And then for myself, I usually do my planning um, either right the morning of. Um, or the way I end my work day is that I write an email to whoever I'm supporting and that pretty much sets the tone for the next day. But, um, the reason it doesn't feel much difference because when, uh, you know, prior to COVID and the pandemic, I was traveling Monday through Thursday. So I would have to plan my full week anyway, um, over the weekend, and I would say it's the difference between how I plan is that I plan the night before and I do it all on Sunday night for my children. But and then every day in the morning, I'm planning for myself. And that's, you know, made up of my quiet time, my time in the word and the thoughts that I want to stay in my mind throughout the day to help me get through whatever it is that I'm going to do that day. And I noticed that if I missed the getting up early to do that, I kind of struggle with focusing or even having a good attitude about my day. So it makes the day feel a whole lot longer. And if I miss planning my kids week that Sunday night before the week starts, then it always feels like I'm playing catch up. So I would say there's two ways to look at the planning. It's planning for your family, but then also planning for yourself. And those sometimes don't all have to happen at the same time and oftentimes have to be done separately. So you might need to scatter out your planning. And then the other thing is to understand that there's constant changes. As moms, we (laughs) are fully aware of the awesome pivot and switch where you can't plan for certain things, right? A child gets sick or a deliverable all of a sudden that was supposed to be due in two weeks is due tomorrow. Um, You know, there's these always these changing things where it helps to have kind of some static like rhythm in your planning and what you're planning for so that when those changes come, it doesn't make you feel so, um it's so much in a frenzy so that's how is I the having it. to be flexible with the fact that the things going on are not always the same right there's certain things that are set in your calendar that's happening this day of the week this evening 
but there's other things that as it gets to and and I found like there was a lull when we really were on pause in New York but then slowly things crept up with even the way you you make connections so while one thing I would say to manage your virtual life is to make contact with those you love and connect with the people that are important to you and have those conversations so you could have your adult conversations and you can have your parenting conversations you can do virtual play dates you can you know, socially distance and see people. I think it's also um, important for you to go out, get fresh air, do all those things. And so it starts filling the calendar in that way again of the obligations. And then similar to what we were talking about in our last episode is that the virtual world requires an etiquette and a consideration that I'm constantly telling my four-year-old, like no one calls you on FaceTime to stare at your fan or your ceiling while you're running around doing, I don't know what, because you feel, she feels their presence. She's so comfortable with it. But I'm like, they didn't call to get a headache or a migraine (laughs) that you're running around with the phone or you're moving them or turning them or to just stare at nothing while you're playing, but you just want to, tell you know either say to them out loud what you're doing or not say anything and you're just playing and you just like that they're present with you Mm -hmm. um so the it I think it takes that awareness it is the drain of the screen it's um the walls being down that there's no boundaries between what's happening in career and home and no um And then it's all the unexpectedness of parenting in that career setting, right? When they have to go to the bathroom, when they get sick, when an emergency, when they touch something, dirty something, break something, all of that is happening while you're trying to keep your composed mind and look professional. Yeah, Yeah, you got to love it when you're in the middle of an important call with a senior VP and your child walks in like, I got to go number two. Will you be the one to wipe me? Uh, yes. Can I get on mute first? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. And so I would say like, I, I'm not struggling with the planning. It's more of the setting uh, boundaries because of the fluidness of time. I've noticed that with, you know, because uh, most of us are working virtual, I've always been a remote employee. So now that the rest of my colleagues and clients are also remote employees, they tend to have turned it into back to the only way to feel productive is if you have back to back calls and there's not a window of time on your calendar to go to the bathroom, you know, or eat for crying out loud, which is not it's not realistic it's not really a true sense yeah it's not sustainable it's not really a true sense of productivity um but needless to say when you're living in that environment time becomes so fluid that you know you get on the phone at 7 30 in the morning and before you know it it's seven o'clock at night and you're like where did the time go and how am I supposed to make dinner for everyone and so that's kind of where I have struggled it's showing up for dinner because I don't cook people we've gone over that in previous episodes (laughs) it's Steve that cooks but showing up for dinner and not being tired or giving myself enough breaks between um, when I end work and when I engage with my family. 
you know, because even though I've always been a remote employee, there has been a time where everybody else was not home <laughs> when I finished work, right? So, I, yeah, I was a remote employee. I would finish work, but there would be that awesome, sweet 30-minute delay before people came rushing through the door because they came home from school or they came home from somewhere, you know? So not having that is where I've been struggling. Like, how do I get control over not letting time become fluid and giving myself breaks so that way I can actually be present where I am and not feel like I haven't had time to download or decompress the previous conversation that I have had. I don't know if you found a rhythm. It it honestly feels like a disruption of one or the other. And that's the torn feeling for me the most is I'm having a great moment with a breakthrough on a sound or your patterns or your memory or whatever it is, because we also know like finding the sweet spot of time for each of our kids is so different of like when they do best. And so you're engrossed in that, but that's like on a schedule so you can switch gears and get to work or take that next call or respond to something that comes up or the opposite that I'm in a groove and I want to finish something get to an end point with a work assignment or project or notes or a follow-up email or making sure like something got to the next step so it doesn't just sit on my desk and I have to go attend to something um and so I've always struggled with (laughs) planning in time and then it's this the the no boundaries right because physically if you're in a space that you're like oh this is my workspace and this is what I do And then when I'm not in that space, I can focus. And for my brain, that's also easier. It's easier for me to shift from I have a commute to transition from this role to this other role. And then I have the same coming back to transition back. And not having that just feels wearing. Um, It it triggers more of like my anxiety and my grumpiness out of like just not feeling like my brain can complete whatever it's engrossed in without another jolt to like shift to something else. Yeah. And I think I'm going to start implementing something that I heard from a wise colleague and I just haven't had the, the, the benefit of implementing it. And what she had said was the always end meetings five minutes early because and then when you're shifting from one thing to the next, those five minutes add up and they give you enough time to like regather your thoughts or give yourself time to also set an expectation that the meeting's not going to run over. Right. So um, kind of that. So I would say like our tips for this, like managing your virtual life mamas is figuring out when's your best time for planning. Right. Is it morning, night? Is it, planning parts of days in the morning or parts of the next day the night before is it planning the full week ahead is it separating out how you plan for your family versus how you plan for yourself then also setting up those spaces where you can actually physically depart from work and enter into family life but and then also giving yourself those five minute gaps between shifting contexts like whether you're shifting from meeting to meeting or from work to family life. And I think the last one is, is really owning a calendar, right? Like 
I love that our kids' school app syncs to our calendars. I think last year they did a glitch and it didn't. And about like I miss I missed most important events because it wasn't synced and the things that were on your calendar were off by a couple hours. So I was always showing up at the end of the event for my kid. I was like, "Oh, Coffee and Caribbean started at what time?" And they're like, "Oh, it's already over." I'm like, "Uh, you have to be kidding me!" So very, very disappointing, especially when you live like 20 minutes away from the freaking school. So I'm like, "I'm so mad." So um, having a calendar and trying to make sure. And this is super hard because when you have a lot of kids or you have a big family, having calendars that have three lines or color coding them kind of helps to visualize where you can actually possibly save yourself a gap (laughs) and making sure that you don't allow anything to come into that gap and like agreeing with your family that everybody's going to protect that white space and not schedule anything so that way you guys can actually take a break from all the virtual stuff that's going on but also help you manage your life definitely and i would just add boundaries that there might not physically be boundaries but giving yourself a part of that having grace and taking grace for yourself is having those boundaries like if there's going to be Um, an end time if there's going to be an early start so that something else can happen if you have the flexibility of accommodating like hours in the day that you need for family um, to then get it done at another time if if that accommodates because I I know that not every role is accommodating that way and not every supervisor or space that you're in can accommodate it but if there's ways that you could Um, shift things around so that you can be present during those times when you have the kids when you don't have the uh, support you know depending on what their school schedule looks like when they have to be live um, making making an ask or also like compartmentalizing what you can do because thinking you can split it is definitely going to make you feel even more torn Correct. So Torn Tribe, we would love to hear from you guys on how you're managing your virtual life and some of the things that you've struggled with or things that you found successful as you're managing this virtual life. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. What's men to you this week? Um, I think it's that since we're coming back from North Carolina, um, my patients have been like they, they've been renewed. Um, so I've really been enjoying downtime, playtime, bath time, um, weekend time. I'm, I'm still like I was sharing struggling when I'm actually working and doing both at the same time that is a lot but it's felt good to kind of let that go and then when it is just home enjoying four and the curiosity and the mischievousness and um, the playfulness we made uh, cupcakes from scratch together this weekend and just silly things silly little things about like what's your favorite part of a cupcake and she's like 
the sprinkles and i'm like well we bought those made like that had nothing to do with the cupcake but that's genuinely and we almost forgot to put them on like they were the most important part we almost forgot to put them on um so really enjoying just enjoying four yeah that's awesome well happy to be part of that bend that's what happens when you hang out with four rambunctious boys (laughs) we send you home feeling like you got patience (laughs) (laughs) i would say my mend uh for this week are two things one was seeing my son text me about his care package that we sent him and how he thoroughly enjoyed all 12 of those chocolate chip cookies that we told him to share with friends just for himself. He's like, well, it's COVID time. I didn't really have anybody to share with. (laughs) So he ate them all himself. Um, But then the other one is my, is a Philip funny because you know how us moms often call our children by the wrong name. And so to mock me, Philip the other night was like, um, Zeke? No, I mean, uh, Dad? No, I mean, uh, Miss Cheryl? No, I mean, uh, Sam? Oh, oh no, my, Mom. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and I'm like, getting me back because I had just previously called him Zeke <laughs> by mistake. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. His little two-year-old sense of humor. <laughs> got me good i was like oh you are too much <laughs> so funny. And he's like mom good night i love you <laughs> I'm like i love you too sam <laughs> <laughs> but that was my bend But Torn Try, we love to hear from you. Stay connected. Don't miss the next episode. So, I mean, tell folks how to stay connected. Yes. Um, listen, follow, share, and check us out at Torn MLB is our handle, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Email us. Let us know your men's suggestions for episodes, your comments about our episode to tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.